Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this next segment is going to be presented by Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese. Uh, Stephen Reese is a fully virtual insurance broker who can find you the best rate out there for auto, home, life, or rent insurance because that's because he represents over 30 different carriers. Give him a call. His number is 210-641-4000. Again, that's 210-641-4000. That's Stephen Reese, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right. Uh, keeping it moving there. Uh, you know, going on with the uh, themes here uh, in the NBA. And, it, yeah, so we'll just have to wait to see how the card market pretty much yeah. uh, uh, it kind of plays out a little bit. Um a little bit of uh, news here business-wise. What happened? Um, well, NHL hockey, uh, Sam came out this, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, he's about to like, yo, I'm verge. trying to get out of here. Oh, he was about to. <laughs> yeah, he's about, about to. I, I think they're on the verge of completing like a, a $1.7 billion or something like that TV deal. Uh, with Turner Sports. Ooh, yeah, it sounds, sounds like it's going to be a massive seven-year deal with Turner, so we'll end up getting, I think it said they were going to get maybe three Stanley Cup finals over the course of the deal. Or yes, maybe that's even, what I heard. Is that what, okay, yeah. yeah so, that'll be, so we're talking basically hockey coming to TNT in the same way that they have basketball. And I think really the reason why I'm bringing that up because I think what TNT's done with basketball, now granted, Ernie, Kenny Smith and Barkley has added to that. But I think if you look at it, they did it with baseball and now with hockey. They're still trying to capture that feel where, you know, which is hard to duplicate, but where you have your sport televised games, but you've got your audience, your fan base that's captured by, you know, the post-game show and the pregame that's really breaking it down and covering the rest of the league. And I think that's what NHL is looking for. I'm happy for hockey because they went through a period, and I'm not even a hockey fan like that, but they went through a period where it was dark. And guys weren't really getting paid. So to see them slowly and gradually working their way back up to where they get a billion-dollar TV deal, happy for those guys. Those are real athletes. They're out there putting it on the line every night, too. Yeah, and it's it's good to it's good to see multiple uh, networks bidding. bidding against each other for the rights True. again. Because, I mean, we think about it. NBC's had the rights for the last 15 years, and it was basically because – no, no one else wanted, wanted them, and NBC would take them because they didn't have, they weren't paying for anything for NBC Sports Network, so they were just loading it up with hockey. So it, it, it really shows, you know, the fact that we're going to get hockey on TNT and we're going to get hockey on ESPN because ESPN's coming back in as well. Uh, they signed uh, the an agreement with the NHL for stream or for uh, broadcast as well. Wasn't NBC throwing some hockey games on like? Life oh, Network, we had them Discovery. On USA, okay, that's CNBC. what I thought. Yeah, I mean, it was, 
They're like, man, just put him over there. Yeah, and (laughs) that's why, you know, with with TNT, I would expect to see hockey on Paramount Plus, the streaming service that TNT is connected with as well. That's their parent company. Yeah, because that's like like these Champions League games are on CBS Sports Network or uh, Univision, but they're also on Paramount Plus. Because that's no. the parent, that's the parent company. Now, what I don't want TNT to do is what they do during the Final Four and throw Chuck and Kenny on over there like they've been watching. Oh, dude, college. I want that so bad. They better me, not put yes. Chuck and Kenny on give NHL give playoffs. So I don't. I don't want. No. I, I, I want to I love to hear what Chuck thinks about the uh, blue line clearances. He's like, he's like, I don't know the rules. Chase hockey. I don't know the rules. I don't even know these guys' name, but they skate good. Wow. Really I want to hear Chuck try to pronounce Varlamov. Or, yeah. <laughs> you want to hear Rudy or Calvin try to pronounce Varlamov. Yeah. <laughs> you don't do Chuck like that. No, you won't see that. Because they be that. putting on college basketball. I'm like, yeah. Chuck don't even watch the NBA games that they're covering that night. He'd be in the back sleep and eating. And then they throw him on college About a basketball. About two months, Chuck starts lining in the college basketball. Calvin. Rudy, you know they've been doing that already for about 10 years, 8 years Yeah, because they paid him $5 million but, a year. They're going to work on so, it. But I think with Chuck stays out in Arizona. He lives out in the desert. There's a Pac-12. I'm not telling you. Charles I know he Barkley. watches Auburn in Arizona. I know that for sure. I think they get, they do not. They're not, in, in my opinion, he's not there at the tip of the season in November of college basketball. Neither am no. I. I ain't, no. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't but, mad at him. Get your money. But I think toward about a month out to do that, about a month and a half, two, they start taking. I think each year has gotten better. But I think, no, hockey's not going to do that. They didn't do it with baseball. They stuck to their own. You know, Pedro Martinez. Uh, they had, uh, you know, who else they had on there? They had Big Poppy on there starting off. So I think they – They've got the right way to go about and uh, do it the right way. 736-9760. What else do we got going on here? Um, Let's see here. Uh, We'll get to the NBA schedule here in a little bit. Uh, Also, basketball-wise, John Wall is going to shut it. They shutting him down again. Yeah, Houston shutting the whole season down. A hamstring shutting him down for the season. I mean, what are they Houston's playing for? Joke. I mean, yeah, what are you yeah, play it's a for? joke. It's a joke, and that's why I text you again. I know San Antonio. The cool thing to do is we're supposed to hate on Houston. I love Houston, the city of Houston. I love the city of Dallas. I know we're supposed to hate on them or whatever. Again, I know sports is about championships. I know sports is about uh, playoff appearances. But you are seeing Houston. Houston is about to be in the red. Okay, like y'all, we can think what we want to about James Harden. Like, oh, he's 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 flat in the front in the playoffs. He goes missing. All he cares about the club. Ask the owner. Ask the owner. Them ticket sales are gonna dry up. Jersey sales gonna dry up. TNT games gonna dry up. And just trips to the playoffs. Like he made up for a lot. Like again, I get all of that stuff. I know we talk about. I know we only love champions. I get caught up in that as well. But you are seeing this is not a team that city is going to support. They're not going to go watch that crap. That is crap what Houston has right now. And James Harden made up for all of that. He packed the arena every night. He got them 25 to 30 national televised games. He got them to a Western Conference Conference Finals game seven against the Kevin Durant Golden State Warriors, something LeBron never sniffed, even came close to doing. 
Houston is going to miss James Harden big time. I know, like I said, we can think what we want, but that owner is feeling it. Because they know I, there is no reason to tune into those games. I, I don't even know if they'll get any national televised games next year. They might be in the Spurs boat. They might have to get one off of somebody missing a game from COVID. That is crap up there. That is crap up there. And James Harden kind of made that Band-Aid for them for the last eight to ten years, however long he was there. At least there was a reason to tune in and watch them. Now there's no reason to tune in and watch them. And depending on what happens with Deshaun Watson, there may be no reason to watch the Texans either. So dark days, dark, dark days in Houston. Well, entertainment-wise, because, I mean, hurricanes and stuff like that are way more important than floods and freezing. Like, those are real dark days. But entertainment-wise... It's gonna it, it's it's ugly in Houston. So say what you want about James Harden, but he packed that house every night, every night. Well, I would say I would give time for this regime and uh, this new head coach to give them an opportunity to overhaul the roster. Uh, it might take them a couple years. I, I see what you're saying. Um, you know they are because if I'm not mistaken, I think. Uh, Either some owner, somebody's about to step down in some role there, too. They're cleaning house or somebody else stepped down. But I kind of see what you're saying. Um, Again, but, I know I mean, what I know what we I know what we're supposed to say about James. I get it. I've said those things. We saw him get beat by 40 by the Spurs with no Kawhi and no Tony Parker in the closeout game. We've seen I get all that. I'm just talking about from a business and economic standpoint, jersey sales, ticket sales, TV. James was the man for them. That he was the man for them. I, I, his, his, I'm sure his jersey will be up in the rafters here soon. But one thing about Houston, I mean, it is a dark. It's been a dark period for them going through their sports figures and stuff. Nobody really wanted to be in Houston, but at least in the bright spot, they still got the Astros just playing decent basketball. See, that's the basketball. team. That's the, I mean, baseball. That's the interesting thing. That's the advantage of it when you have a market like Houston. When you've got four or five professional franchises Facts. and one is down. At least you can turn to something else. That's the thing with the here in San Antonio. I've said it with the it's the gift and the curse, and more the curse of having a one dog pony show in here and just the San Antonio Spurs. Because when they're down, and this is down to San Antonio standards, when it comes to Spurs, there's nothing else to really, from a sports fan uh, fanatic standpoint, there's nothing for the uh, patrons to really get excited about uh, until they go. But you know that's that's the thing, but if you break it down like that, that is that's kind of more um, you can, can see it that way. And speaking of Deshaun, is, and there's there anything, heard anything new? Wow. And this is just like the timing of all this is still frustrating because this that this what he's going through, and and what has the way they handle it, whether these are true allegations or not, have just put a lot of things and a lot of people on hold, and even him. I mean, in regards to even what's going to happen Thursday night. Uh, you know, I haven't heard anything of the latest on that. The last thing I heard with that is that the females going to have to identify themselves and also there's maybe a countersuit going on. But eventually the league's going to have to make well, a call on that. And Goodell's still got a few months. He's still got a few months to figure out what he wants to do as far as if he wants to suspend him. It's going to be hard. I, mean, I think Adele's in. trying to let this the legal situation play out as much as possible first. It's going to be hard to put him on exempt list with no f- criminal charges filed. Whether it, the CBA gives him the right because of the collective bargaining agreement, the shield. At the end of the day, this ain't this ain't Zeke. This is this is this is a quarterback. 
This is a face, one of the faces in the NFL. Hmm. This is this ain't the, about like this that. ain't Zeke, man. You ain't, you ain't gonna fly without Krivichar. I just don't see you just gonna hit him blindly with games like that. Uh, not at the not at the quarterback position, you know. Well, only he he'll be able to hide behind it. It's a huge. This ain't even a black eye. This is a broken nose for the league. A black eye is one thing. You break your nose, you both your eyes black and your nose is broken. This is a broken nose for the league. So he'll be if he does want to suspend him, he can stand on that because, regard like half the people, half the nation feels like he did it. So regardless of how you break it down, regardless what position, it's a it's a broken nose, and he's yeah, gonna have to do charged, something. Yeah, if he's charged, whatever, then you could hit not him. Not like even got to be charged. Yeah, even if he's not charged, though, he's not gonna. He, I don't see him getting that type of six eight game treatment. Not I as quiet. See, as, I, not as I can quiet see a minimum man. six. I see a minimum of six because the behavior is unbecoming. Depending if the settlement, depending on what goes on behind closed doors, because, again, I don't care how unsettling it's got. I don't care how many people are marching, burning bras in the street. I don't care about that, man. At the end of the day, this has been a situation where it's it's started off a lot of steam. Busby, the lawyer, did a lot of dog and pony show. And then when Rusty started coming back and asking for identity and all that, you've had some girls, one or two maybe drop off, and then you've had their their stick. I Roger Goodell in the power has the right to do, but you are talking about a guy that basically did not want to play for a franchise anymore, which is still kind of holding them for, uh, hostage. And in the situation, it would probably be a little yeah. bit different. I mean, I'm not saying he's a mute no, or anything, but if the charges come and there's a big settlement he has to do, then yeah, that's bet off. But if we just stay quiet into this, going up to where OTAs and training camp, he's going to have to make a decision. We're giving him four games or putting him on the zip list for a little bit to take him off, because then you're talking about taking his money away in general. Because a lot of females that got platforms, they've been calling like the Molly Quarums of the world, everything. They've been calling to be put on the exempt list. But it's going to take like oh, it's going to take, one it's gonna take more than that, man, and some allegations, man, than, 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 some, than, than some Instagram girls and allegations. That's going to be more. It's going to take more than that because it's that at the end of the day, you have the money basically situation of it as well, too. 736-976. You listen to the Sports Crime. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Rejay, Sam yep, yep. Spin, the one and twos. This next segment is going to be presented by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential or commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. That's, that's Timberland, right? Yes, of course. Do you know... Did you see what you did talk about? I think you're out, but I totally didn't catch the uh, 420 verses with Redman and uh, you missed Method it? Man. Yeah, I missed it. But did you see wow. what I saw about? It? I thought it was genius. I'm like, man, he's so smart. But did you see the sh- uh, the shirt Redman was wearing? Which one? They changed clothes a couple couple times. Which one? The one that uh, the famous Eminem line. Somebody said it's me, Reggie, and yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> That was funny. Yeah, that was funny. That was good. Uh, that was a good one, though. They had some good features. You know, Keith Murray came out. EPMD came out. I think RZA. That was a solid one. Now, no, I mean, Timbo and Swiss was smart to get out and sell the Triller because, you know, we're out of COVID. 
But as you can see, their imprint is kind of still on it. And I think, you know, you got SWV and Escape coming up May 8th. That's going to be it. For you, you're an R90s R&B lover like I am. That's must-see TV. So yeah. versus still out. You can see Tim and Swiss's touch is still there, but I don't think it's going to end up being that bad of an investment for Triller. I want to say, like, I don't know. A rumors had it is like 300 mil. I don't know if it was worth that much, though. Mm. 736-9760. All right, before we go on, let's go uh, back to the phone. Let's go to Rube. Rube, you on the sports ground here on Ticket 760. What's up, Rube? Hey, can you guys hear me okay? Yes. Yes. Hey, hey, Kyle, how you doing? I don't know the oh, other guy's man. name on the show, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, what I'm calling for is uh, I'm tired of the, dis- the disrespect that uh, Westbrook gets, man. You know, when they, when they think of Westbrook, they call him a stat patter. And, and and I'm tired of it. You know, when when they speak of Luca, it's it's parades and roses and three million dollar cards. And yes, granted, Westbrook has been in the league longer than Luca, but he's been consistent, a walking triple double, and they still disrespect him. I just I just want to know what's the difference. Hmm. All right, all right, Rude. Thanks for the phone call. I think. Well, look, it's always like to me. I kind of he's. Russ is from that cloth of he don't he don't care about the applause. There's only a few couple guys in the media that he really rocks with, if any at all. A lot of screaming, a lot of cursing, a lot of chest beating. Like Russ goes to the beat of his own drum. Um, he hasn't always had the best jump shot. A lot of people felt like he he held Kevin Durant back, and then he teamed up with Paul George. It didn't work out. Teamed up with James Harden. It didn't work out. Uh, he's just one of those guys that, for whatever reason, not you know, I don't dislike Russ. It's just hard for people to. He's not though. He's not this friendly guy. Like, hey, how's everybody doing? That's not Russ. So I think, even though it shouldn't go into what you see in between the ninety four feet. It does. It just does. I mean, Barry Bonds, but for example, Barry Bonds, one of the best to ever do it. Couldn't stand the media, didn't have time for the fans like that. And even though he was one of the best to ever do it on the diamond, due to the fact that he wasn't that very likable, it translated into unwarranted hate. And not only that, but Rube, it doesn't work with KD, doesn't work with Paul George, doesn't work with James Harden. And now you're over there with Bradley Bill in the Eastern Conference and you're nine games below 500. So it also comes down to a point where my guy, God bless the dead, Kobe fell into this category that Russ fell into. Yeah, he's really good, but who does he make better? That's I think that's the, the biggest knock and the fairest knock on Russ. It's like, yes, Russ is great, but who does Russ, like Chris Paul, wherever he goes, winning follows. Like, they do better than that. I mean, Chris Paul ain't the easiest person to play with either. But he's had more success than Russ has as far as making others around him better. Like, Phoenix went from having to win eight games in a row and still not making the playoffs in the bubble to possibly winning the one seed. So Russ falls into that category that Kobe always fell into his entire career, even though he had five rings. Is Who does Russ make better? And especially, it's a fair question, when you play the position of point guard like he does. Um, I know Russ commented to something the other day. You no, know, that was last night. He said, hey, man, I, uh, there's nobody like me. Oh, yeah. And if you got a problem with that, that's on you. See, like comments like that. 
Like that, even though there's nothing wrong with him saying that, like you don't get to become as, you know, average a triple double two, three years in a row if you don't have that attitude. Not everybody speaks on it. But that rubs people the wrong way, but in, and it but, shouldn't. But in Russ, Russ's defense, think about how long he takes before Russ says something like that. Though. That's what I'm saying. Other That's than his a good other point. counterpart, you talk about well, KD. Kevin, what you oh. said, you did, we didn't talk about KD liking a post that said he was the great, what the best Golden State Warrior. Which I don't have a problem with that with KD for him doing that. That, that, no, I'm not going to be one that just piles on KD for everything. I want to stick between what his biggest flaw is. I don't have a problem with him liking somebody that gives him, uh, you know, thinks that thinks he's the best player. You you like posting when people think we're the best show on the ticket. You go and buy and like that. I mean, what does that say? What's wrong with that? Good point. That's fair. KD's problem is the fact that he 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 fights all these battles that people say negative. Like, it took Russ a while to have to, like, I'm not saying that's the first time Russ has come out, but I, that that comment that Russ had, that lets me know, like, look, man, like, I, I've constantly gotten beat up, this and this. Like, I'm first of all, we went how many years before we saw somebody average a triple-double? A yeah, long time. Oscar Robinson. And then Russ has made it now, like, well, damn, he's almost done it three out of four years. He could have done it. Th- so I think he looks at, like, I took something that was so not – Brother, and I think with about the whole making the teammates better, because you know I was big on that. We win battles with Kobe on that. But I don't, I'm not going to kill KD for doing that on Golden State, because he, he probably was the best player on Golden State all around. But the fact that where somebody says something, that 13 year old said something about game last night. He ain't playing. Hold <laughs> he on, man. What, what class? They go to lunch here in 30 minutes. I'm going to get him, man. I'm going to set up this account. I don't respond. <laughs> Stuff like that. Like, oh, man, uh, Serge Ibaka. Yeah, that's my top five I play with. What? Serge? Yeah. Oh, man, my bad, man. You call me real rush for sure. That's probably what got me like, yo, man, you know, I'm tired of this. You know, that probably what got him to finally respond. Right. Jerry Jones is talking more of the language now that he needs to be talking. I need to hear we're this. a couple days I away from the NFL draft. 736-976. we get back, we'll get to Mike's phone call. Then Dwayne, you listen to the sports crowd. We'll be back. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this next segment is going to be presented by Brewster's Backyard Ice House, who's home of the free popcorn, and now they're home of the 275, you call it, happy hour, Monday through Friday, every day from 4 to 6. Anything in the house, beer, liquor, shots, anything, 275, you call it. That is Brewster's uh, Brewster's Backyard Ice House Happy Hour Special, 275. You call it official sponsor of the sports drive. 736-9760. All right. Before I get on to Jerry's comments, uh, let's go to – well, I'll wait till Sam gets out of this deal here. Oh, you were good? Okay, well, let's go to Mike here. Mike, you're on the sports grind. You're on ticket 760. What's up, Mike? Yeah, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, man. Um. Yeah, I want to talk about um, 
we'll talk about uh, the San Francisco 49ers deal for a minute. Uh, I think they're making a bad mistake. Um, I understand that they might be interested in the Matt Jones guy out of Alabama. That's that's a very bad decision. Uh, like I say, uh, you know, I told you before, Alabama quarterbacks in, the, in recent history has, has not done anything in the NFL. When you have the type of uh, athletes that he has at Alabama, the running back, the receivers, you're going to be successful. You look at Tua down there in Miami, he couldn't even beat out a washed-up you know, uh, quarterback that's going from team to team. He got benched several times. And Tua, he's not going to materialize into a good quarterback, I don't think. And I think the same thing with Alabama. They need to go ahead and take Fields because at least Fields can run. And with the new NFL, you have to be able to just uh, drop back and throw the ball. Those Tom Brady-type quarterbacks, those guys are uh, not going to be around too much longer. You've got to be able to move. And, Matt, and Jones definitely can't move. So I think Fields is the best selection. I'd like to know how you guys feel about that. Well, this is how I feel about it. I mean, there's no way to make that assessment on Tua. I mean, right now. I'm not paid enough. I'm not, I mean, to me, the guy's coming off a hip surgery that ended Bo Jackson's career. And, again, you can't tell and me this exactly first year. who he's throwing to. And there's OTAs and COVID, no OTAs, everything. What you witnessed last year with, with Fitzpatrick, as you, list, you witnessed the difference where there was a defensive team that was playing very well, Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick, was a veteran. It's one of those things. Brian Flores, I think, was sending a message to the team like, hey, if you're not performing well, even though this is our future quarterback, we'll go ahead and take you. You know, you can bench. I think that would be the deal. I mean, let him get one of these top dogs at that at that pick this year and the receiver in the second year or whatever. Tua hears all that. That whole Alabama quarterback stuff, I mean, until they put it to bed, uh, you know, the, it'll be that. I don't buy into it. Um, you know, Matt, that's not my reasons for why I feel the 49ers – uh, should it make should make it Trey Lance or Justin Fields instead of Mac Jones? Like again, Mike, I said Mac Jones could end up being the best quarterback overall in this. I mean, he's not chopped liver. I mean, he's got those numbers. Those are similar or better numbers than Joe Burrow put up the year Joe Burrow won the national championship. You know, um, and by the way, when Waddle takes off, gets taken off the board, or Mr. Smith, Mr. Heisen Smith. Alabama will come the they they will surpass um, the wide for the wide receiver position for the most wide receivers taken uh, in the top in, in the first round of draft picks uh, uh, within the last I think twenty some years or something like that. That's just a side note since we're on the tide situation. <laughs> but back to yeah, so back to uh, two. I'm not willing to go hey, look. Kyle Shanahan and uh, John Lynch, they know what they're doing. All I'm telling you is that um, there's only there's only probably one team that I felt that if they didn't stay pat, that if they really wanted Mac Jones, would have probably beat him to the punch, and that would have probably been the Patriots. Because you got to think, Bill Belichick and Nick Saban are very close. They've been talking Mac Jones and talking quarterbacks for the last couple years probably. Didn't know that. He knows everything there is to know about Mac Jones of Nick Saban. And like Nick Saban said the other day, I think it was the day he goes, hey, look, he goes, I get called all the time from NFL scouts and evaluators where he goes, and I tell my guys all the time, come here, do what you're supposed to do, and I paraphrase, he goes, but don't let me say, yeah, that guy's there, but. He goes, don't, don't be that but. Say, but right. He goes, be the and. He's this and on top of that. I like he's that. Got a, he's got a lot of couple guys in there. You know, uh, but on the on the situation with Tua, no, we're not going there, man. I no, mean, not we're not, eight, we're not going games, down on no. Tua. You know, I would have co-signed it if they could have got Deshaun instead of Tua. Yeah, I would have done that too. 
But I think you've got to give Tua some time and some leadership. And, again, you see another trade Miami did uh, with sending their tackle alignment over for more picks. I mean, that guy that's the GM of Miami, he's just – he's playing real-life fantasy football, and he's he's kind of – I won't use – I won't disrespect other GMs and running circles, man, but this guy is flipping and stockpiling picks like his no – and this is a team that won – I think 10 games last year, yeah, nine games. They won 10 games, man. And they've got two picks in the top uh, first round. They've got in, in the last years. Go look at how many first round picks you'll have in the last few years. Double, double picks. I mean, you got Baltimore. I think the teams that got two rounds in the picks in the first round of this draft. It's, I'm, I'm trying to go off the top of my head. I think it's Baltimore now with the trade, Miami, and there's there's one more team I can't think of who I'm missing. I think that has – Two first-round picks. It might just be them. I don't know. Maybe it's those two. But, uh, but yeah. Also, Jerry Jones was talked about. Yeah, what what happened? Yeah, Jerry said, hey, he goes, you know, with the offensive onslaught and the quarterbacks going, projected go, he goes, when we're sitting at that number 10, he goes, we'll have the opportunity. We'll probably have the best, be able to have the best defensive player. The Jags have two picks. I knew it was another team I was missing. Uh, We'll be able to have the best – uh, defensive player available or the best corner available. There you go, Jerry. That's how, that's what you're supposed to be talking. The you'll Jets have, have a, two picks. You'll have a yes. Yeah, so we got a, pl- a plethora of teams with two picks in this first round. And in, in Miami, this is like their second year doing this, second, third year doing this, I think. But yeah, Jerry, that's what he needs to be talking. At that number 10, not moving up to try to get pissed, not stay at 10, and you're going to get the best choice of the car lot, a car on a lot. No hell damage, no nothing. The best defensive <laughs> so player stupid. that you can take and what you need out of that gross defensive team they had. And I know you had in the docket that Philly's trying to work their asses off to get back in the first round. No, see, they get back in the top ten. They get back in the top ten. Well, you see, and that comes down to there's always been an undertone between those two franchises in Philly and Dallas. And if you wonder – if they both don't do things like that to make sure they go target somebody that doesn't get in their division. Like, I'm going to go get him just because I don't want him to land over here. Now, if they're really trying to move back in the top ten, that lets me know it has to be for either Jamar Chase or or, or, uh, or, or the Tara Pitts. They need receivers. They you need know? receivers, so I can see that. And Jamar Chase is so durable, man. He's going to be there. Like, he, uh, not really injury prone. Like I said, he set out, he opted out last year. He would have probably went ahead of Jarrett Judy and Jefferson. Uh, he would have went ahead of his teammate, teammate Jefferson. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, those are two guys to keep your eyes out on. When we get back, we'll get Dwayne's phone call. Then, John, you listen to the sports crime. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this last segment of the day is going to be presented by Beto's. If you're looking for an alternative to Mexican food, Beto's is your place. It's home of the legendary fish tacos. They have a nice family atmosphere, nice patio as well. Daily happy hour specials. That is Beto's, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Uh 
Yeah, so I'm. That's good news for Jerry and Dallas talking about that. Because look, it'd either be either Sertain, Patrick Sertain, Horn, or maybe Parsons. Parsons should be gone by then. He should be gone before then. A couple of days before then. Maybe at that nine spot. Because because Parsons, man, I'm hearing like, whew, you know, Raekwon on steroids, man. <laughs> Hey, Rudy, it's, listen, man, I just tell you. This is Georgia football Roquan yeah. came from. All right, hey. not the soft-ass hey, Big Ten. This is Georgia Rudy. football Roquan came Rudy. from. You better ask Vic Vangio. Ask Vic Vangio if he's Roquan. Ask Vic Vangio if he's Roquan. Knock that? it off. You know what the tell is that? I'm glad you brought that up real quick because I'm going to get the phone call. Yeah. When they were drafted last year, people talked about Devin Bush. Why don't you go get Devin Bush? Yeah, I remember. And Vic said what? He's no Raekwon. Yeah. When he were asked this week, when they were talking about basically what he Michael Parsons. I need to know. He didn't really want to cut. He said, well, I'm not kind of coming to that. Look, man, I'm talking about a mixture of Patrick Willis, Bowman, and all that. We're talking about a guy that runs a 4-3-40 from side to side. I've seen a lot of he's fast cha- people. No, is the, he's changing a franchise. Don't put – he's not Roquan. Don't do that. I don't know. Don't do he's this. got a lot of upside. Don't do not, this. First, he's got to get in the lead, but I'm just right. telling you – I don't know about it. Raekwon. He was the bad. I watched with Georgia. He didn't have this kind of buzz like this coming in. It's it's going to be different. So Dallas might have somebody like that, but I think yeah. he's gone before that. Detroit, somebody will snatch it before that. Probably the second non-quarterback player, maybe third taken. And Pitts is telling everybody he thinks quarterbacks is going first four picks. So either Pitts knows, and these guys talk to people or who they know, or whatever. But like I said, we're only a couple days of finding out. And did you hear about the on a whole off the side note? I meant to bring this up yesterday. Did you hear about the Texas lady who who's um, got hit with a felony charge for not returning a v, VHS tape twenty years ago? Really? What blockbuster? I don't know where it was from. It was nineteen ninety nine Bewitch, a VHS. She was. <laughs> I think she was. She was in Oklahoma. She was going to get a marriage license. Or something they told her, "Man, you got a that. felony charge." And when they looked at me, it was for a felony charge. For something spoke for a non-return of a VHS tape. I didn't hear that. Why is there even possible that you can get hit for a felony for not returning a VHS yeah, tape for nine? I'm confused at that. At Bewitched by that. 99, Bewitched. I think it was, Bewitched was the VHS. She said she almost had a heart attack. When R- took Roquan, a went, Roquan went number eight. So don't tell me there was How no How many quarterbacks in the first round that year? Fair. Okay, Fair. like Michael Parsons. If there's no quarterbacks like this, Michael Parsons is probably the second one on the stage shaking a hand at Rogers. Rogers fully vaccinated, so he can hug people. As long as he's out of that basement. Um. Anyway. Yeah. All right, man. Let's got to make it quick, man. You're gonna have to make it quick. Let's go to Dwayne. Dwayne, you on the sports grind on Ticket Seven Sixty? What's up, Dwayne? Yeah, man. I, I let a lot of this uh, KD stuff uh, accumulate and build up before I came out and said something. But any dude that's from the hood, that they really came up rough like that and didn't really know what it is, this old tough guy, let's separate the basketball player from the uh, the tough guy. All this fake tough guy stuff, I'm really sick of him. He's a buster-ass fraud, for real. Okay, you call Michael Rappaport, I do all that. But why wouldn't Draymond Green wanted that smoke with you and called you all kind of disrespectful words that any man that has golf? Would stand up for itself and do it and do it. And there'd be by anybody. If, if Draymond would have did that to any other player that, that's, that's about that life, they would have been throwing hands in the locker room or in the parking lot or something. So you back down from Draymond. So you just one of those guys that you that dog behind the fence that barks a lot, but then when you open the gate, oh, well, yeah. So to me, he's a fraud. 
I'm sick of KD. Let's separate the player from the – you're a good – you're a great player. But all this tough guy stuff, please cut it out. That, that's not you. And, and I'm really sick of him. He's, he's a real, real douchebag. Hmm. Right, Damn, Dwayne. Dwayne. All right. Tell us how you really feel. Tell us how you really feel. We got time for John. Probably not. Well, I got to make it quick, John. Shot clock's on, man. Hey, yeah, I just want to get in real quick and ask you guys, who do you think is going to be the team uh, on Thursday that does that wow pick? You know, like the Raiders always pick that one person you never thought was going to happen in the top part of the first round. Do you think that's going to be possible? And who do you think is going to be that crazy team that does it? Well, John, I think on the line along along the lines of what you're trying to talk about, I would say it would come in the form of maybe somebody moving up in a trade that we didn't really expect. I don't know about so much of what the pick would be. I think the only wild pick you would probably say if the 49ers, let's say if they do move up and they're move up to basically take a, you know, a Parsons or a Pitts at four. We thought it was all quarterback. And then things, that would be a wild. But I think you look at a I mean, team that wow. Up. I don't know if you get a why. It's more of who will move up, maybe. And I and if you look at me, I would say pay attention to Chicago and pay attention to the Patriots. Because the, the two QB teams. position. Yeah, pay attention to that. I don't know. That's a great question. I'll... We'll marinate it. I mean, there could yeah. be some wild factors, but we'll definitely have time to get into it uh, come Thursday. But anyway, special thanks to producers of the show, Rudy J, myself, Calvin, Sir. Sam, Spin the 1 and 2, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning, for you the snooze button before you were out the rack, just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See you tomorrow. You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com.